This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Really excited to be back, man. We haven't been live since Wednesday. We'll be doing a lot of programming this week on AYS and Rafino and Joe show. So it's going to be a massive week, but no, <laughs> nothing is more massive than the Lady Tigers being 21 and oh, Alexis Morris goes for 31, 3, and 6. Angel Reeds gets her 21st double double of the year, getting 18 points, 17 rebounds. Two headed monster. The two headed monster. And look, LSU did not shoot uh, fantastic tonight from the floor, only shooting 25 of 62, 40.3%. But did go 23 of 31 from the free throw line, absolutely abusing the paint and getting fouled in there as well. So, Lady Tigers, I would love to know. I would love to know if or maybe this has never happened. Um, when's the last time the Lady Tigers have been 21 and 0? It's been a very long time. If so, as <laughs> look, Kim Mulkey is just absolutely dominating. Uh, college basketball right now. Uh, I will say, Pooh, you weren't the only one that that did this to me. Uh, I, let me give this man a shout out as well. Um, 
Let me see. Trust the process at RJ underscore wit. Um, <laughs> I said, name somebody who is uh, better dressed than Kim Mulkey. I'll wait. And everybody and their mama uh, tagged me in Sydney Carter, who is apparently <laughs> is an assistant coach or maybe even the head coach. I'm not sure of the Texas women basketball team. As everybody in the chat is saying or said in that comment section, there's like 45 tweets. She got those things is what everybody is starting to tell me on there. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, anyway, we do have uh, a big show in store for you here uh, tonight. Rafino's Rants. Brian Kelly. Look, there's multiple things here tonight on the Rafino's Rants. Number one. Brian Kelly still getting abused uh, by old farts that teach at LSU. We go off on Robert McMahon or Robert Mann tonight, not McMahon. I could, I guess we could go off on Matt McMahon, but Robert Mann, the crusty old fart who continues to go after Brian Kelly and LSU athletics, and LSU launches officially their LSU collective as LSU is behind in NIL. We'll talk about that here tonight. LSU baseball is officially underway. As it started on Friday, Paul Skeens, Dylan Cruz, and Tommy Big Man Tanks have been going off along with Brayden Joe Bear and others. We'll talk about LSU baseball as we're three weeks away, less than three weeks away from LSU baseball teeing off. Stetchin Bennett. <laughs> hey man, you can't you can't take the natty away from him. You sure as shit can't take the Bud Light away from him either. <laughs> As if you missed it over the weekend, Stetson Bennett went over there to Dallas and said, do you know who I am? They don't give two Rudy Poos who you are, you curly-headed little quarterback. Nevertheless, if you missed it, Stetson Bennett uh, got arrested over the weekend. We'll talk about that. And it is my, my personal opinion that Bengals got robbed. Just my opinion. Oh, it's Joe Burrow threw two interceptions. T. Higgins has got to come down with that. Or at least bat the ball down. Okay. One of them was Joe's fault. It's what it is. So many bad calls in that thing. Uh, he was celebrating his youngest son's 21st birthday. I guess that's testament. <laughs> hey, man. I, I mean, look, he's living his uh, he's living his best life. He's living his best life. Uh, Swamp Donkey. Let's get to a couple comments though, before we get rolling. Swamp Donkey says, hashtag Ask Blake, should I try a gummy? Well, if you're going to Granco, that's thegranco.com. Delta 8 is legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. Use that promo code at checkout. That's AYS25. That's promo code AYS25 at checkout. That way that they know that Blake Rafino sent you on by. You know when you say that and you hear that over 600 times in an episode, it just comes off second nature. <laughs> uh, Jamie Brady. What's up, Jamie? Says, can Kim do double time and coach the men's basketball team too? Well, I'm not giving up on Matt McMahon just yet. Not just yet. Doug Ray says, that's the longest win streak in program history. <sighs> yeah. I, I, I mean, look, what Kim has done in year two has been nothing short of astonishing Nothing short of amazing what they are. Guys, you're now on a, I mean, officially, I guess, 
now that you are on the national st- stage at seven o'clock on a or six o'clock on a Monday on ESPN two, you're really looking at a national title, Final Four, Elite Eight, square in the face. Um, this team's going to be hard to beat. This team's going to be really hard to beat. Um, we haven't talked about them. We haven't talked about them a lot on the show, obviously with football and baseball going on, but you don't have a choice now. You don't have a choice. Robin said, first time, Blake, I guess saying like first time that this has happened, that we've gone 21 and no. It's amazing, man. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, Aaron Hornsby says the NFL is a joke. Yeah, I'll bring in Pooh Bear and Zach on that at the end. Guys, remind me to bring y'all in on that one. I, I... Hmm. I'm not saying that the NFL is rigged, but I feel like I feel as if Roger Goodell is po- like pulling out a walkie-talkie to the referees in their earpieces and saying, "Make sure you throw a flag on this one." You know, like the whole like Joseph Osai literally kept that front seven of the Bengals in. He has nothing. Um. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It, I think it, it it feels that way. And it's sad when non-Bengals fans are saying that. You know, I felt the same way of the NOLA no call. Like, I, I, that's a horrible call. Like, how do you miss that? Mike Andrews says, so many no calls in that Cincinnati game. It was horrible. Yes, it was. Jason Brumfield says, hashtag ask uh, Blake, did you see that Nick Saban turned down playing uh, paying kids NIL request? I guess he only pays high dollar for kids who are leaving, who are leaning, leaning. I'm assuming is what he's trying to say, towards or committed to LSU. No, that no. Nick's paying kids, but if you're going to be open, Nick's not going to. You know, you're going to get what Nick tells you. You're going to get basically. And let me say this: There's a cornerback that was from Virginia, and they played ball. So LSU continued to match. The kid wanted to go to Bama. Good for him. Good for him. Good luck. Better get that weight up because here comes Malik. See, you can – listen, there's so many stuff that happens in recruiting that people don't see that we hear about. When you're in dudes' DMs, <laughs> you know, just just saying. Just saying. Uh, Pierce Lee says baseball won like 24 straight in 2008. I think they're talking about basketball. At least that's how I took it. Uh, Pierce. That's how I took it. Ryan says it's too coincidental not to be rigged. Yeah, it feels a lot. It feels that way. It feels that way. All right, last one before we get rolling. Blake Quibido says great game, great energy, great crowd attendance record. That's also amazing. It was a whiteout. Uh, I think what they put the sh- guys was that shirts or towels. I I don't know if it was shirts. Or- I think it was towels that that they put out. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, shot selection control could have been better. A little wild going into some drives, 21-0 Tigers. Oh, it was shirts. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. How about that? All right. Let's get this thing. Uh, someone asked. Oh, no. The longest win streak. So, Pooh Bear just about. The longest win streak is, um, is baseball at that 24-25 mark. Yeah, it was it, it now I could be mistaken unless somebody now they did have a stretch in golf where they didn't lose a tournament. And if I'm not mistaken, we'd have to look this up track. 
I don't think lost a meet in like 42 straight or some shit like that. I don't know how that works. I'm not a track guy. I have no idea. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea how that works. Anyhow. Anyhow. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Got a lot to talk about. We'll recap this game, and we got to talk about LSU football and LSU baseball starting. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. So many of you watching us live right now on Facebook. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Hit the like and share. All those groups are wide open. Share to your own social media pages as well. We're so close to uh, getting to the 5,000 subscriber mark on YouTube. Like, subscribe, notification bell, all of that good stuff. Do it here for AYS. And if you don't mind going over to the Rafino and Joe show and doing that as well. If you're listening to us on if you're listening to us on XM Radio, TuneIn app, or wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe as well. Want to give a special shout out to our good friends over at TuneIn and Sirius for allowing us to be on their platform. All right, guys, let's get this thing rolling. Let's talk. Let's break down the game we just saw, and then we got a lot of Brian Kelly and LSU and Rafino's rants stuff to talk about. Talk about it next. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's Believe50, B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafino, sit you on by. Jawan Hearn says the Bengals weren't robbed. My homeboy, just that dude. I keep telling y'all, stop betting against the Chiefs. He's been 0-3. So, I will say this. I, I, I'm glad, you know, I, good for them. I don't hate Patrick Mahomes at all. I, I actually am a big Patrick Mahomes fan. Good for him. Okay. But this rivalry goes a long way, though. This rivalry goes a long way. Just be careful. Just be careful. And yes, there was some really bad calls. If you think that if you think that there weren't bad calls against the Bengals in that game, you're highly mistaken. You're highly mistaken. So stop that. Stop that right now. Guys, I've just been notified that we're going to have a, a Brian Kelly level guest that's actually going to be joining us at 835. You heard what I just said? A Brian Kelly level guest that's joining us at 835. Ho ho! 
I don't know if I gave it away there. Blaine Smith says, second signing day is upon us. Any surprise commitment you hear? And I don't think there's anything surprising about who they're going after. Uh, Jawan Hearn, I mean, Jawan Johnson will, not Jawan Johnson. What's the kid's name? Why am I saying Jawan Johnson? That's the football player from Tennessee. Why am I um, blanking on his name? God bless it. I always do that. I always do that. I don't know why I continue to do that. Unless I'm, unless I'm, um, maybe I was right. Yeah, it is Jawan Johnson. Uh, so Jawan Johnson's going to be committing Saturday. Um, I, I would subscribe to the forum on that one. All right, let's get to this game. Everybody do us a favor, though, by hitting like and share. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. So LSU went 40% from the field. A lot of times we're a little erotic. But the good thing that LSU was able to do, guys, of the 50 rebounds that they had tonight, I thought the biggest thing that helped LSU achieve the eight-point victory, 76-68, to against Tennessee. And I'm sure as Kim Mulkey is going to hit the podium on her postgame, the biggest thing for LSU tonight in this victory, they had 21 offensive rebounds. 21. Turnovers were about the same, but the thing was they also generated Tennessee to commit 22 personal fouls on them, and LSU only committed 13. Now, a lot of those you could say were at the very end. I think you had like six. I get it, but you're still able to get free points there, free throws, obviously. So LSU had a little bit of a struggle tonight from the field, 3 of 10 from behind the arc. Zach, if you got that, you can pull it up. So there were some struggles uh, there. So, but the thing about it, now that we got it up, um, Angel Reese going 5 of 14, that's not normal for her. But even in an off night, she has a high, or she's really high in the teens on that double-double. Seven offensive rebounds is massive. Then you get another seven from Williams and Flojay that continue to add up. That is a lot. Now, I don't know why that says 17, because if you go to the official LSU website, Zach, they have 21. I'll send it to you, but that's that's a little weird. 21 offensive rebounds, unless I'm absolutely missing something. Maybe ASPN calculated it different than what LSU calculated, but LSU seems to sometimes be wrong. Uh, three steals for Angel Reese. That one there at the very end was absolutely, uh, their Twitter said 17-2. Okay. Well, <laughs> Zach, I'm going to send you this. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Nevertheless, nevertheless. So 17. That, that, those, both of those steals there late when Tennessee had cut it into, into six, the one by Angel Reese, you would go down and then you had Alexis Morris having two going down, getting the steal and then getting the, getting the layups were absolutely massive to win this game. Look, I, you watched it. I, I think LSU is one or one of, if not, obviously, their top three team in the country. I think that they should be in discussion for being the number one team in the country. You have a really good team that you'll play. Uh, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. I, think, I don't think LSU women's basketball has a game until South Carolina next week. Now, I could be wrong with that. You got a juggernaut next week. You got to you got to go up against Dawn Staley. Now, the good thing is you're catching them in the season. You're catching them 
when you have the ability to to just later on if you you're because you're more than likely going to see them in a final four you're more than likely going to see them in an elite eight depending on how things go but you'll see them in a final four or you'll see them in a championship type scenario either in the sec tournament or you'll see them there in uh, uh in that final four i think you got to continue to roll uh georgia and a before okay um you got to roll with what you have and continue to maximize on your stars. Angel Reese having an off night, but having a high double-double is a big deal. And I think Alexis Morris, you know, something that won't be talk, uh, uh, talked about too is there was a point in time, I think it was like eight minutes left to go in the fourth, and Kim Mulkey walks up to uh, walks up to Alexis Morris and starts chirping in her ear, and her and, her, her and Alexis have a one-on-one moment. I would have loved to have been on a fly on the wall to be able to hear what, what Kim Mulkey ta- uh, told Alexis Morris because all she did was rattle off 11 straight points uh, for LSU or 10 straight points at that moment or eight straight points, whatever it was. So, I, look, team's extremely good. Team's extremely talented. You got to give your tip of the cap to them. And they're a national championship contender. I don't remember, I mean, the years, but it's been a long time since you could sit here and say, you know, guys, we push back our programming specifically due to women's basketball. I don't mean that in a wrong way, but you got to give them a tip of the cap because we don't do that for most people. Now, we went live during the LSU men's basketball game just last week. Sometimes you just don't do that. They went off tonight and tip of the cap to them. Uh, for doing that. Thursday against Georgia and Sunday against Texas A&M. Okay. Tamu! <laughs> Tamu! Um, there's the schedule right here. So Tennessee, Georgia, Texas A&M at South Carolina. Well, that's a that's a juggernaut. So look, hopefully you win both of those games against Georgia and A&M and then you got the juggernaut. What's crazy is, guys, that's prime time. That's 1 p.m. on the 12th. Now is that, I think that's Super Bowl Sunday too, right? I think I'm pretty sure the 12th is Super Bowl Sunday, so you can watch the game and then get start getting ready for, start getting ready for uh, the Super Bowl between the Eagles and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the newly engaged LGZ, hey, kind of LGZ, my man got engaged. Says how much pressure does Mulkey's early success put pressure on men's basketball? <sighs> I don't know. I think that that's a good question. But listen, you know, I'm still wondering when you're going to hear from the NCAA on the matter of Will Wade and and the violations you have against basketball. Man, at some point, you're just going to have to let things go. Now, I will say this, and this was going to be a part of my Rafino's rants last week, but just didn't have time to really talk about it. I don't know, and look, I know you guys don't like when we talk about Alabama, and, and I get that, but there's some chitter-chatter out there. That's the most white person, white thing I've said all, all, all show, probably last three weeks, chitter-chatter. But the chitter-chatter that's out there, Alabama, so stay with me right here about the, the uh, Matt McMahon and the pressure and Will Wade and the investigation. Stay with me. If Jeremy Pruitt is the next defensive coordinator at Alabama, after what he did at Tennessee, handing over mad stacks of cash and McDonald's bags, hey, get a Mac, get a McFlurry and a five and fifty grand in a McDonald's bag, 
and he goes to Alabama and he doesn't have a show calls and he doesn't have any penalties and Tennessee doesn't have to face any any kind of ramifications for what happened with Jeremy Pruitt. But my God, if you hit Will Wade hard and you hit not even just Will Wade, but if you hit LSU hard after you got red-handed Jeremy Pruitt handing over cash in McDonald's bags, then we're going to have a really, really big problem. In reference to the pressure, there is a still a dark... So I say all that to say, to Jeezy's question and point, there's still a dark cloud around the LSU men's basketball program. Doesn't change the fact that Mac McMahon's got to get some things rolling. They're not good. They're not good. So... As Drewski would say. <laughs> but at least we got the women's. Because when you have superstars like Angel Reese and Alexis Morris literally just going off for 49 points and accounting for 49 of your 76 is absolutely massive. It's absolutely massive. Shout out to our good friends over at, uh, what is this? I think it maybe like the Lyuses did this. Um, guys, where we're from is known for strawberries. So Tangible Paris, you, we have a strawberry fest. I got some of this strawberry whiskey that they uh, put together. She. I busted it out because Kim Mulkey's from the parish, you heard me? Rolling from the 9-9 to the 2000s. Anyway, so in, in reference to that, God bless it if you, God bless it if Alabama hires Jeremy Pruitt with the looming allegations and proof that the NCAA has on Jeremy Pruitt and then you hit Will Wade in LSU because there's been an up, it's like the NFL. Everybody's like, oh, well, you know, people have it out for LSU. Some people are like, no, the, you know, the NCAA really doesn't have it for out for LSU. Oh, well, the NFL's rigged. Oh, no, NFL's not rigged. But when you constantly do crappy things like that and some teams and programs and bald individuals, bald-headed scallywags get passes, when you don't, that's the problem. Okay? So don't don't sit here and tell me that Jeremy Pruitt and all of his he waited on the other on the Chattahoochee head ass is going to be able to go out here and coach in the SEC, no less. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's not a good thing. Now, I did hear there's some speaking of chitter chatter. Y'all heard this? Y'all heard this chitter chatter from Ole Miss? Possibly asking Will Wade for an interview? Ain't, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Ole Miss. I don't think. I don't think the state of Mississippi can handle Lane Kiffin and Will Wade on the same campus. I don't buy. I don't buy that. I, the chitter chatter. I don't buy that at all. So I have no sourcing on that. It's just what a lot of people are. A, a lot of people are talking about. But anyway. Uh, Swamp Doggy says, ball-headed scallywag ain't got no hair <laughs> in back. <laughs> what a great song. What a, what, a very, uh, what a very, very great song and lyricist. Really looking forward to women's basketball. Massive game here tonight. All right. I want, guys, I want, I want to talk about this because we do have a special guest coming up in four minutes. 
Let me get to this Rafino's rants before we have this guest that comes on here. If you missed it today, LSU announced they are officially launching their new NIL collective. I've been telling you on this program and the show well over, guys, how long has it been? Pooh, you've been here longer than Zach, I think. 12 months, 13 months. At least since Brian Kelly has been at LSU, which would be 13, 14 months now. LSU's going to do it the right way. LSU's already got things in the works. LSU's doing things the right way. Today, they announced that they're officially launching their collective. Now, there comes a there comes a point in time when I'm not going to say I told you so to, because I didn't tell you so. But there are there was a narrative out there that LSU was behind in NIL. Guys, what did you? How did you think you're having top six recruiting classes? How do you think you're getting the number one overall transfer portal class in the country? You think that that shit just happens by happenstance? Nothing happens by happenstance. LSU has been doing things already to get things in motion, get things going. So today, look, and you could be a normal individual, a normal individual with normal everyday life, everyday meanings. And what LSU is going to do, if you want to specifically donate to women's basketball, you donate to women's basketball. $10, $20, now there's going to, you can do it. Are there going to be some, some of these collectives where there's a minimum to it? Yes. And I will tell you, I know this for an outright fact, have sat in these meetings with boosters all across from, tech, from Houston, Texas, to Dallas, Texas, to there was one collective little thing going on in Jacksonville, Florida. There was a pocket of LSU people, big donor, uh, uh, big donor people there. There's obviously been guys in Baton Rouge. There was one in Shreveport. There's been one in Lake Charles. I, I know for a fact that there was one in Hammond about three weeks ago, and I kind of been making mentions of that of people getting ready to to do some things to where LSU can go out and recruiting and do really good things there. There's going to be some, I think, one of the collectives where you got, it's a $10,000 minimum. Now, I ain't got that kind of cash. Now, Pooh Bear and Zach do, but I don't. B bottom line is, they always were gearing up. Sometimes you make people, sometimes you make people do the wrong thing to see and learn how they're doing things. Texas A&M comes to mind on how not to do NIL. You can't just buy your way to a natty. LSU's doing this the right way. LSU 1,000% is doing this the right way when it comes to collective and NIL. A lot of people are ready to donate. And I think that you'll see a lot more recruiting. But the good thing for a football, the good thing for a Jay Johnson, I think with those coaches at the helm, it will be more strategic on how you do things. I'm excited for it. It's a new world that we live in. You can be the person that hates NIL. You can be the person that say kids don't need to get paid. They're still in college, whatever it may be. But as soon as LSU football, as an example, is grossing $95.1 million in a fiscal year, a $20,000 scholarship a year is not going to cut it for some. NIL is what's going to cut it, and they're going to get it.
Now, you don't want – I saw a thing this past week where the state of California is trying to uh, uh, legislate uh, that there be a 50-50 cost share. I don't think that that's going to pass. We'll have to wait and see. But California is going to try to ru- ruin all sports before it's all said and done with. They they do it already. So I, I don't think the 50-50 call share thing is going to happen because I, I don't think you'll get hundreds, 800 schools to officially agree to a collective bargaining agreement. I don't think that that's going to happen. We'll have to wait and see. We do have a special guest that's coming. I think that he made an announcement. I told you he was a Brian Kelly level guest. He's got a wedding coming up. He's getting ready. I heard he was doing crunches, sit-ups, push-ups, and he was working his, and as, as he called me this morning and told me, his glutamus maximus, whatever that is. We'll get to him in just one second, but I do got to say this because we're kind of crunched for time. I told you I was giving you two Rafino's rants. On the NIL, guys, it was always coming. It's always been here. If you're not naive and stupid to believe it wasn't, then shame on you. Sometimes don't be over-emotional and think logically. Now, that's I'm sure that's rich to some of you. Blake, stop being emotional. When it comes to sometimes on this platform and other people that do content, there is a caricature. A lot of times there's not. When it's stuff like that, it's not. When we're reporting stuff, it's not a caricature. It's something that we know that we've gone deep down into and talked to people about. Last thing. Let me make sure we got everything squared away before I say this. To the crusty old fart, Robert, Robert Mann, I don't know you. Don't really care to. You seem like a, at sometimes a decent human being because I went through a lot of your tweets. But I want to say officially to university professor Robert Mann, you don't generate any money for LSU. You make a big deal about Brian Kelly getting overpaid, quote unquote, a million dollars a year. But let me just let make it well known to Robert Mann. Not only is he paying back the million dollars, he's already donated to LSU Athletics a million dollars. If you walk into football ops, the number one slogan for Robert for Brian Kelly, Robert, is graduate champions. So he's more a little bit on the line that some coaches like maybe Ed Orgeron that you would have hated. He would be kind of more of your speed and coach. The biggest thing about all these people overreacting like Robert Mann, the crusty old fart, you owe Brian Kelly $90 million guaranteed. $90 million. The way that you owe him that is he's already won an SEC West championship. I went back and read his contract. It says if Brian Kelly wins any form of championship and LSU fires him without cause, they will owe him 90% of the $100 million contract that they gave him. Not only did LSU have to regain the million dollars that they overpaid Brian Kelly with because he had such a successful season, Robert, they had to pay him the half million dollars 
and getting to a bowl game, the million dollars and winning 10 games, the incentives that he has, he's making more money than you and I even know what to do with. But the kicker in all of this is if you want to continue to complain, I would love to openly debate you on this platform. I am openly calling out Robert Mann, the LSU professor who continues to go out there and spew nonsense every which way. Come here and talk about it. Because you you better bring facts when you didn't even know that LSU Athletics is the one that pays Brian Kelly. It's not LSU. By the way, man, LSU grossed $95.1 million last season just in football. Jordan fades back, swish, and that's the game, your honor. Oh, and by the way, Robert, that doesn't include the $60 million that they're going to get in TV revenue from ESPN. I'm old enough to remember when there was a former governor in the state of Louisiana and, and they were cutting funds, they pulled it from LSU Athletics. So before you start pouting and before you start whining about your little small tenure and contract and the little sixty dollars to $70,000, you think that it's big money when it's actually not. He who hath no, he who hath no sin casted the first stone. And I promise you, you don't want to be uh, at least us overturning the little stones that you have. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Carter's probably sitting there like, oh, I gave away the guest. Damn it. <laughs> Let's go to break. Let's talk about Grand Code, thegrandcode.com. Carter Bryant next. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. We're back. I had myself muted, so I don't think you can clap. Let's do that one more time. We're back. Carter, the power. Bryant. I heard you were working out your gluteus maximus today to get ready for your honeymoon with your new or your fiance that will be your wife by Saturday. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, I'm going to be eating a lot of Billy's boudin balls. They will be at the uh, uh, the festivities this weekend. So, you know, those can pack on the pounds really quickly. But life's grand, man. Really excited about this. Good to see everybody. Kristen, one of my longtime friends, Dane, now a PHL hat club member always good to see that hey what's up that's my little man big B. hey what's hey up, hey baby? hey hold on Shh. say congratulations. congratulations mr carter mr carter 
on getting married this weekend? Miss Major <laughs> <laughs> There you go. All right, all right. I love you. Going night night. All right. Good night, night, Ben. Huh? Close the door. Close the door. Wait, you want to know something something crazy, Blake? What? I was one of the first people to see Kristen after she got engaged. Uh, Oh, Kristen Kristen Connor, who's in the chat. I was was one of the first people she saw. She got uh, the, the question was popped, and her and her lovely husband, Adam, got a PHO meetup before the Florida State game. And it's good to see her here tonight. Good to see a lot of wonderful people here tonight and blake i gotta start off with something here i am sick and tired of people blaming the referees for our dear beloved joe burrows all right you want to have the debate look it's that's not grounding it's not grounding was there anyone in the vicinity yes p ron's in the vicinity so let me ask you this carter let me ask you this Okay, here's a hypothetical for you. That one, wait, wait, really quickly. I wanted the Bengals to win. I wanted the Bengals. I, I know that you did, but let me let me throw this out to you. Earlier in the game, okay, Travis Kelsey had a choice route, and Mahomes threw the wrong route that he thought that Kelsey was going to run. Kelsey broke out. He thought that he was going to continue to run the little slot, little fade that he had going on. He threw the fade. Kelsey went on the out. He got hit. He got taken down. There's no penalty because it's an overthrow. So how are you not going to make that call inside the pocket, but you're going to say, well, P. Ryan's back was turned when Joe was making the throw? Let me just tell you something. That doesn't mean two Rudy Poos if his back was turned or not. It has no bearing whatsoever on God's green planet. That's not grounding. Okay. I'll give you that. All right. Let you, it, it's it's debatable. It's right? not debatable. Carter, okay. you know I, what's debatable? I, okay. look, look, I will give you that. I will give you that. But this idea that that was not roughing the quarterback. Look, I, I, I got the guy's card right here. I got right. I'm okay. I'm okay with the not with the non roughing the passer call. I mean, I you know, you know it how should, I feel about it was, that. It was a right call. Also, something else is I I and, and you're a former offensive lineman, so I know this drives you crazy. The holding screenshots, folks. You can't take a screenshot of somebody committing a hold. No, but that's a hold because when you look through the video. And he gets wrapped around his neck. That's a hold. Okay. You know, you know what the most egregious call was? Let me tell you what the most egregious call was. Go on it. The most egregious call is, is the referee darting in but not blowing the whistle. Okay, if you go look at if you go look in the rule book, if you're gonna stop the play before the action happens, you gotta blow excuse me, pause. You got to blow the play dead. He darts in. I don't give two shits if he's a ballerina, Jackson dart, bulletin board darts. I don't give two Rudy Poos, Joe and seven. Bottom line is you cannot allow that play to not happen when you're not blowing the whistle. That's a very bad call. It's fourth down. They would have punted. And not only would they have not punted, Carter, they wouldn't have been at the four when the Bengals took over. It was a very bad officiated game. And it wasn't the only one. I thought the Eagles had thousands of calls against them when it had had no meaning as well. Okay, But 
the bottom line is the Bengals had an opportunity. I agree. To win the game. To win the game. And my biggest thing, okay, was there a few 50-50 roughing the passer calls that did not go the Bengals' way? Yes, there, there, there was, right? There was some home cooking there. But what I will say is this. The holding screenshot era has just gone too far. I will agree with that. It, it's gone. It's gone too far. Because earlier in the game, the Chiefs had a touchdown taken away for a holding call. So I thought that was pretty even overall. The Chiefs outgained them. They had a better yard per play number. They had a far better game in the trenches, in my estimation. The better team won that game. Now, Joe did a very good job of getting them back in that game. Um, And I think if they played, let's say, a seven-game series – it would probably be 4-3 Kansas City. They're, they were the two best teams, I think, of the AFC. But, you know, this close game went in favor of the Chiefs. And sometimes it's just as simple as that. Now, what I will say is this. I think the Bengals will be the favorite in the AFC next year uh, with everything that they're returning. And obviously, Joe still being on the rookie deal. And uh, I'm really excited to see them next year. Hmm. Also, I will say, Edward O. It's, makes a really it's, good point. It's just the fact that, the, as I mentioned to you just a minute ago, the intentional grounding is so horrid, Carter, because it's a loss of down and it's a seven-yard seven penalty. Right. Now, the problem with that is, okay, is Joe doesn't have any time beyond that, okay? So he's having to get the ball out quick. They want him to throw him a screen. Now, he completes the pass to Hayden Hurst, which, by the way, I saw your video of your wife absolutely freaking out uh, when Hayden Hurst caught that pass. But nevertheless, it's just such a bad call that it does make you start to wonder, like, how do you you hold the flag so much? And by the way, you want to hear something crazy? Yeah, go ahead. The same referee that threw the flag in the Super Bowl against Logan Wilson on the pass interference is also the same referee that threw the flag for intentional grounding. He's also the same referee who tried to blow the play dead or blew the play dead when Cincinnati got got the Chiefs into that fourth down situation. Carter, that's three calls with one referee that completely turned the game. Now I'm going to tell you something. I'm looking into that. I'm looking into him. Just telling you. That's tw- that's twice in two years he's fucked over Joe. <laughs> well, start the investigation. Ays. Oh, he don't want me to investigate. That's a topic for uh, a different day. Ma- ma- maybe, ma- maybe you and Robert Mancha join forces. He is a journalism professor. All right, now that now you've opened up, now you've opened up the cans of can of worms, and we haven't even really talked sports yet. I mean, I guess we have. Your thoughts on his comment? I, I mean, any thoughts whatsoever? On, oh, on Robert Man. So, yeah. So I I know him vaguely. So I, I was a Manship School um, graduate, but I never actually had him as a professor. So I just know him in in passing and. He probably wouldn't have liked me. I had a two seven GPA. I, th- I think I still. <laughs> I, I I swear. I think I still have the lowest GPA of any Manship School graduate. <laughs> I, probably I, not I, lower than Preston. No, I was I was definitely lower than, than, than mm. PG. I, I man, I was a horrible student. I failed Spanish three times. 
Uh, it was just, I was so bad. Me speak no English. That's all I, I know. I know. Uno more cerveza means more alcohol or more beer. All I know is uno, dos, tres is ABC. That's it. That's how good my Spanish is. Uh, but the truth is, uh, the comments were dumb, right? Brian Kelly gave the million dollars. It wasn't like he was taking the, the million dollars. But this was an opportunity for him to get his name back in the news because it was another way of showing that educational forces don't have the same funding as football programs have. I'm also not donating for his class either. I'm donating exactly. to LSU football. Like LSU funding is, is private, right? It's mostly through TAF, right? So, I mean, it's silly to call out Brian Kelly, who's given a million dollars back to the athletic program already. So it was, it was silly, but I don't think his motive necessarily was after Brian Kelly. It was just to have his name back in the news again, which I, I think clearly is what he was doing. And look, are there athletic programs or excuse me, academic programs such as the Middleton Library that needs to get fixed in some of the classrooms? Yeah, of course. But the truth is football is what makes the money. And and this goes into, you know, I did a deep video today on the new collective Bayou Traditions that came out today. It is very important for people to truly understand the business of college athletics, right? And I think the issue is like, I'm not a business of college athletics channel, right? It's not something that I cover, but I know people that do, you know, work the books for colleges and, and, and work in marketing and all that stuff. It is hard to generate revenue in any other sport that's not football. It is so hard to do it. The expenses, mm -hmm. um, the, the, the profit, if you will, uh, that, that you can make is really, really, really hard. So it's, it's. I think sometimes people forget that, Blake, because you know you see a you see a packed, you know, <clears throat> PMAC every now and then. You still got a ton of expenses, you know, to to to, to pay off, and it makes the business of college sports really crazy. I, you know, who has more money than than LSU athletics? Who's that? The state of Louisiana. Now, they may be in the red when it comes to the profit and loss margin, but when you're taxing millions of people monthly, right. okay, then there comes a point where if you're taxing 2 million people, people every month, let's just say you're taxing 2 million people $100 every month, which you're doing more than that, Sorry to tell Robert Mann, maybe his issue shouldn't be with Brian Kelly and LSU right. Athletics. Maybe it should be with LSU and probably the president, uh, William Tate, who quite honestly hasn't been there long enough for, to get something like that passed. Right. Or really any administrative or legislator, it, it, just call your local legislature. Call your local representative. That's the problem that I have is that so many Rudy Poos try to put it on the head coach, which also, Carter, is is up for an interesting debate. Is the head coach of LSU football the face of LSU at any given at every given moment? A lot of people view him that way, yes, but it's unfair, right? Because he's a football coach, right? Um, and that's why people attack football coaches, even if they don't have a bone to pick with them. Right, because it always generates news. It's a, it's a classic old trick. So, man, it's 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 tough. It's brutal. We can get into a debate now about what is even the 
the the point of some four-year educations right you know there's people you know there's plenty of trade schools and a lot of different opportunities for you know kids to make careers out of you know stuff outside of a four-year degree now i'm very lucky i had a four-year degree um and i'm very happy that i had my lsu education and i actually pushed through but like before before i graduated i i did have some opportunities uh you know to to not finish school and just work right and i i really wanted to do it and have i ever used my degree for anything not really uh other than a bunch of letters saying will you donate more money to the school (laughs) (laughs) the the, the mail never has problem getting there for for that one it never has any issues but yeah, you know, the whole business uh, of college is just absolutely wild to begin with. All right, let's get into some some actual stuff that we can talk about. You said that you yeah. brought down this NILSU collective. What are your thoughts? Oh, I love it. I think it's great. You know, um, you know, you know this from your message board. I know this from Patreon. You know, business is a lot better when people pay a subscription, right? And that's essentially what this is right Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit more sustainable you if you know that i mean obviously people can cancel and all that but if you know that you're getting x amount of dollars every month is a very reassuring thing it really is so that's obviously a a very good thing now what they do with the money blake is you probably know more about collectives than i do is is going to be very interesting i think we are still learning what collectives are and something that you've always preached and i will agree that you are very right about is I don't think LSU has necessarily ever really been behind. They haven't in been. Likeness. Okay. But Harold Perkins I, says hello. Right. So what I want to do on here tonight is redefine what the word behind means here. Pause. But uh, what what the word behind <laughs> could mean is a lot of different things, right? Okay. How, because we tend to think if you spend X amount of dollars, you are going to have a better team, Right. Well, we don't know that yet. Obviously, if you spend more money, you have a higher likelihood of getting more four, four and five stars. But we've seen that backfire on a lot of teams. A and M. Obviously, A and M's the most famous example. Mm-hmm. But you know, just throwing money out there and hoping that a football team can come together. And now you got a bunch of guys coming in who, let's be honest, I, I think it does get a little carried away this narrative that players get entitled. But some of them do when they have you know a bag already under their their belt before they ever even step foot and 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 play it out also we'll see what the ripple effects are of what happened with jane rashada and the gator collective um none of that has really happened to like, like we haven't had like a national story like that where it makes florida look bad it makes the kid look bad it makes everybody involved look bad so what LSU has done as far as like just rolling things out there, they made sure all their ducks were in a row. And it was also smart to play a full year under your new head coach and Bingo. see how the best way to actually do this is. See Nobody how your knows. locker room reacts. Right. You, And that's why I think – that's why I was so vocal against what a was doing. The number one reason was because I didn't think Jimbo was a great play caller. Right? And that's always going to trump whatever talent you have. Number two, though, is you don't know how this is going to work, right? Mm-hmm. You, 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 a lot of you know this just in business, right? Sometimes if you pay the most expensive plumber to, to fix your problem, the problem doesn't sometimes get fixed. 
you want the more experienced plumber. You want the guy that's going to come in and, and give you the not only a good bang for your buck, but actually knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. right? And I, I just think last year there was a uh, there was teams out there that threw a lot of money and and just didn't get the ROI that they expected because there's so many more factors to winning a game. Like for instance, okay, Harold Perkins, right? He's probably top five reasons why LSU beat Alabama this year. But you Shit. also needed more than top, also, he top three. Yes, right. But you also needed a three star tight end. You needed a walk on running. I mean, you needed a and you needed a coach to have a, a plan to put together to win to win the game. It's a lot more than just giving you know the most money to the most players. Is that going to be the best way forward? Are you going to need a deep bankroll to build great teams? Probably, but it's more than just that. And I think that's a good lesson that we've learned after this first year. I agree with you pretty much on anything. And and some people need to realize that your ROI or return on investment, when you donate to a school or NIL, you have to have the conversation with yourself that you're okay with there not being any. Okay. That's what any advertiser goes in the business. I might not have a return or, or an ROI, but it really depends on what your ROI is. Do they show up to workouts on time? Do they do they represent your company in a good way? Like there's different ways to accomplish that. And I agree with you. You know what's sad though is that the whole Jaden Rashada thing is so public. Like you're we're taking one kid and his instance and publicizing it so bad for when the other two million athletes that don't have a problem aren't really having an issue. Carter, you'll have a million kids sign letter, letters of intent this year. Over a million. Jaden Rashad is really the only public one that we know that's had an NIL issue. So I start begging the question and I ask, is it a Florida Gator issue or is it a Jaden Rashada issue? I I, I think it's a little bit of uh, – I think it's more Florida than Rashada, right? Cause was- I, 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 I disagree with that. Here's why. Oh, here's, oh, here's why I disagree I, with that. I'm interested. Miami would have paid him. Miami was down. Yeah, they were. If it's one school, if it's one school, shame on me. If it's two schools, shame or shame on you. If it's two schools, shame on me. Carter, we've had this happen twice with him now. Right, but what I what I think happened though is if you're a player and someone says, "Hey." We're gonna give you thirteen million dollars. Car, they didn't. They didn't tell that man they gave him no thirteen million. Yeah, and and what's very interesting is all that happened in early December, way before the the signing period, and he still signed. Why would you still sign if you didn't have the uh, the money? So I I do think it's a little bit of both. I also do think though, Florida under Billy Napier has been sloppy, right? In in more ways than one. Um, some of it was, you know, not getting – I I thought Florida had a really talented team. I mean, the defense was just so, so, so bad for them. Obviously, you know, Corey Raymond was supposed to fix the secondary. They were worse. Trash. Uh, Patrick Tony is a well-respected D.C., and they were terrible. Um, and obviously, offensively, you know, you saw the greatness of Anthony Richardson, but you also, you know, saw some – interceptions right like he had this amazing florida state game if you look at his florida state highlights they are in freaking credible and i know he didn't have all his receivers 
but he was nine of twenty-seven. He was nine. <laughs> of 27. He, was, he was nine of twenty. I could not believe that. I was like, God, he he made three freaking ridiculous NFL Josh Allen. And you saw that that, that Mel Kiper has him as a late first round pick. I would take the chance. I would take the chance. Oh I, my God! I would How can y'all tell me that you would take the chance on that man? And then you would, some people would honestly sit here and tell me that you wouldn't take a chance on, on Jaden Daniels. Newsflash, newsflash. You ready for your newsflash of the night? Jane Daniels has been better in his career than Anthony Richardson. Well, Blake, he's got the upside. Well, he went 9 of 27 against Florida State. He's more Will Levis than Jane Daniels. Okay. Jordan fades back, swish, and that's the game. If we want to start talking about Jane Daniels being ass or he can't throw, then what in the flying fuck is Anthony Richardson? I, okay. So everyone in the comments. Sorry, but I, I just get no, so no, 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 aggravated no, no, no. I, by this whole I, I, Anthony Richardson shit. I am interested to see what the chat going to say oh they're never gonna side with Jane. and you know I, what I take Jane out here let listen to me speak let, let the well well speak. while they while they do that you know that we're on the 30 second delay you know who i would take over anthony richardson or i would say may have a longer career and probably might have a longer career buddy danny atling's eight years in the league at this point <laughs> danny 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 so Boy. so let me just say this. When every fucking Rudy Poo comes to me and says, Blake Anthony Richardson has potential, Will Levis has potential, then what does the games actually mean? Okay. So in the chat right now, type J for Jaden, A for Anthony Richardson. I am not saying who is a better college quarterback. It is unquestionably Jaden Daniels. Okay. Who would you take to build an NFL franchise around? Would you take Jaden Daniels or would you take Anthony Richardson? I'm asking no you. disrespect to Jay, uh, No disrespect to Anthony Richardson. What has? Tell me one thing that he showed that he can lead a franchise. Are you kidding me? Have you not seen? Have you not? Seen Carter, who? Carter, he's six and ten as a starter. Okay. Jane Daniels is ten and four at LSU. Okay. Who has the better defense? Who had the better defense this year? I'm asking. Statistically, you. now here's a stat for your ass. I know you love stats. Did you know LSU was last in the SEC on third down? One of the close to the yeah. worst. Who had no, the better? I, I, who had a better defense? Carter, you know what? You know what? Well, who had the better defense? Who missed? Who went nine of twenty-seven? Anthony Richardson. My point, though. Who had? Oh, they. Ho, they. They played Florida State. They play Florida State. Who did better? Jaden, game one. They went head-to-head -head against one another. Who did better? Okay. If I'm not mistaken, Anthony Richardson threw a bomb on, on Jared Bernard Converse and scored a tutty. And all Jaden Daniels did was come out there and lay them nuts on his forehead. Major pause. But if you're if y'all are going to continuously tell me that Jay, uh, Come on, man. I... I I, Look at here. Boom. Boom. We're skipping American Patriot. <laughs> Boom. AP's my guy, man. Boom. Okay. Boom. I'm Boom. Telling you, I'm telling you right now. 
I know his accuracy can be erratic. I would take a flyer on Anthony Richardson in the NFL. I would, I would definitely. If he slips, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would take. Well, what is slipping? Because if he's in the third round, if he's in the third round, I agree with you. What I'm talking about is you got Mel Kiper and his Gambino crime family type of hair out here telling me that he's the end of the first round. That man's got Gambino type, uh, Gambino family type hair, and this man going to come out here and say Anthony Richardson is a first round type uh, quarterback. You know who's a late first round quarterback? You ready? uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. If Anthony Richardson finds the right system, he is going to be a really good starting quarterback in the NFL. Carter, he's, he's not. He's not. He's. N- Let me tell you this. I was on him from the beginning. You remember I told you I put the ten dollar bet for him I, to win the this, Heisman. So this is the irony. This is the irony. Is after the Utah game, you were. Th- that's why I was going to bring this up. After the Utah game, you were all. In. <laughs> you were. You were. That's why. That's why. That's why I bring him up. But but you know what's crazy, and I keep telling my co-host this on Rafino and Joe show, bro. Florida beat the Pac-12 champion. Utah, yeah. Florida beat the Pac-12 champion, and we want to talk about oh the Pac-12 this, the Pac-12 that. The only thing that happens in the Pac-12 is polygamy. <laughs> polygamy. No, you no, know no. I'm right. You so. Carter, I'm taking my frustration probably out on you because I know you know you know I love you, but you know that there you know that I'm right on this. Like we got people that will shit on Jaden and the way that he plays quarterback versus saying I would take a flyer on Anthony Richardson in the first round. Do you know how dumb that sounds? Jaden is a better college quarterback than than Anthony Richardson. Wait. Buddy, but what is? Tell me again. Tell me one thing that he's done to show you that he could lead a franchise. Oh, are are you kidding me? Yes. Did you not, did you not see that eighty-yard touchdown run versus us? How many how many how many quarterbacks makes? Did you not see Jaden Daniels's runs versus Alabama? That's what I'm saying. How many quarterbacks not named Jaden Daniels makes that run? I'm serious. In 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 all of college football, who goes up against Bama on on on? Let's just call it the SEC West play of the year. Does Anthony Richardson make the throw on the two-point conversion to win it against Bama? Can, can, let me ask you this. Can, can Anthony Richardson go up against a team like Alabama, and now that he's going in the NFL, when it's nut-cutting time, can he make the throws that are necessary? Because you can say that Jaden can't throw all the live long day, but Mason Taylor's still in the back of the pylon in the back of the end zone catching touchdown passes. No, him I, and Nuss I, are still can- – brother, he threw for 207 yards against Georgia in the first half with a bum ankle. I, I I'll, mean, say, I'll say this. The only fourth quarter that was better than Jaden's this year was Hendon Hooker versus Alabama. I completely agree with that. That was the only one. I will actually, I will combat that. I think Stetson Bennett's fourth quarter against Ohio State to win for them to go to a national title was the best, but you get what I'm saying. It's up there with all three of them. Those are the three best quarterback performances that we've seen all year. Jane Daniels against Alabama, uh, 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 Hendon Hooker against Alabama, and Stetson Bennett against Ohio State. Would you agree with that? 
No, I would agree with that. And okay. Nick makes a good point. The accuracy of Jaden Daniels needs to get better. I mean, of, of Anthony Richardson needs to get better. I'm it, but if if I'm an NFL team, I'm taking a sh- I'm taking a flyer. If he does slip to the back end of the first round, I'm taking a flyer. I am like I think a good fit for him. Like if he fell to Baltimore, be Lamar's backup, learn from Lamar, and then look, you got your you got two massive QBs. So, Carter, he's a 53.8% completion percentage guy. That doesn't get better. Accuracy does not get massively better. So, here's here's the thing. Can accuracy can get remotely better in college? Like, so as an example, we've seen college quarterbacks get more accurate with their passing, a.k.a. Joe Burrow, a.k.a. Jane Daniels, uh, uh, a.k.a. Hennon Hooker. The list goes on and on. You know what doesn't translate when you're highly inaccurate in college and don't change versus when you go to the NFL, you normally stay highly inaccurate. I'll tell you this, though. The only SEC quarterback I'm taking over Jaden next year is KJ Jefferson. That's it. That's who I want. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Jaden is great. Jaden is a great college quarterback. KJ is that dude. He is that dude. You 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 don't believe you. Come on, Blake. You know you know KJ is that dude. Yeah. Hey, Liberty called. How'd that go? He was hurt. He was playing. He was playing on Jane Daniels again against Georgia. Threw for two hundred and seven yards in the first half. And wouldn't have had a turnover if Jack Besh didn't have butterfingers. You know that I'm telling the truth. Okay. How many bad games did KJ Jefferson play this year? All of them. Oh, come on. Come on. (laughs) KJ. (laughs) And everybody's going to disagree with me. All of them. There's only two quarterbacks I'm taking over KJ Jefferson in all of college football next year. Oh, Drake, May, Caleb, Drake May, Caleb Williams. That's it. That's it. Um, Listen. Listen. I'm going to throw one in there for you. You ready? Let's hear it. Michael Penix Jr. Out of Washington. Great player. Great player. I love, I love, a, good, I love a good lefty QB. I do and he too. beat Texas. Anytime you beat Texas, you, you he's my hero. You can be my hero, baby. Hey, are you gonna play that at your wedding? Are you gonna play that song at your wedding? I can kiss away the pain. Oh yeah. So, so you know the uh, the the famous Salvation Army halftime show with the Cowboys with Can you take me? High? And he comes in on the Can you the, take the, me higher? That's that's my wedding interest. <laughs> I'm flying in from from from. from hey, the hey, I got a I got a I got a text from Robert. Robert says Carter's so rich that I bet you he's gonna have a cheese fountain and a chocolate fountain outside of his reception hall. Is that true? I wish I was rich. I I I wish. I wish I was like you, man. You got the message. No, dog. I got two kids and a very expensive <laughs> wife, and she knows she's expensive. So right. I'll, I'll, By the way, I'll, formula's expensive, dog. I'm just letting you know. Oh, no, it is. There's a shortage. Look, Dane has turned on me. Dane just became a, a PHL. Dane's, Dane 
thinks marriage is already Dane's property. <laughs> I like Dane too. I, I, I like uh, Dane. Dane. Dane's a first light guy, man. Nick, he, Dane, he's Dane, a hunter, baby. Dane is loyal. Nick Guidry, look at this hot take, Brian. Yeah, okay. Nick, that's that's me. Oh, you know, you want to know what's interesting, Blake? I did start a Facebook page, and I see Nick is a Facebooker, so I am worried now because I've never been called hot tick, Brian. Well, actually, I have, but that's perfectly fine. That's the beauty of it, right? You could disagree with what I have to say, and it's perfectly fine. All right, last thing before I get you out of here. Thoughts on Stetson Bennett getting arrested? Does it affect his draft stock? No, no, it doesn't. I mean, it is crazy, though, that you're 25 doing this. (laughs) Hey, dog, hold on. Hold on, bro. I was 25 doing the stanky leg in the middle of the brown door in Hammond. (laughs) I was dumb as a 25-year-old as well. Uh, But I get a true freshman in this happening. I, I totally get that. But... Stetson knocking on doors, knocking on doors. Hey, do you know what song they said he was singing, huh? No, let's see. Knock, it. knock, knocking on heaven's Heaven door. door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, better question: Did he have much of a stock to begin with? I, I, I believe that he did because I mean, again, again, I still think that he goes third, fourth round. I mean, could he do? Could he be Dak? No, I mean, can he be? Can he be in that same type of discussion pick? I mean, what was Dak? The fourth round? Yeah, he is a fourth. Yeah. I mean, guys, round. with all due respect, Danny Etling got taken in the sixth round, did he not? Or, or restricted free agent? I mean, there've been some really bad quarterbacks that have been taken. I, mm, I I'm staying away from Stequavius. It depends on his haircut. If he's got a taper fade, I'm taking him first round. I can be your hero, baby. That's such a a great song. All right. It's it's legendary, man. Uh, But, yeah, man. Well, listen, I guess we may see you Saturday. I I don't know what we're doing yet. We'll figure it all out. We'll figure it out, man. If not, I'll see you Monday as a married man. Hot take bright. That's what you got to introduce me as next time. All right, Remember so. that, Pooh Bear. Oh, American Our- Patriot with the tweet of the, the comment of the night. He was practicing for DoorDash. <laughs> uh, 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 hey, I, Ryan did says Beer Dash. I was thinking about doing something like that, but you would get robbed so much. So many alcoholics in this world. Anyway. Oh, doing uh, delivering beer? Yeah. That should be legal. Now you should be able to do that. I used to do it all the time. We just We used to have keg parties. Well, let me tell you, one time I had a keg party at my apartment and a dude got a keg and and rolled and tried to sit on the keg and roll down the roof and thought he could land on his feet. He ended up in the hospital. Well, actually it wasn't my roof. It was somebody else's roof. And his dad wanted to sue the person that he rolled off the roof for. So, but it wasn't, so you, witnessed, you witnessed this. Yeah. I witnessed it. Yep. Okay. And, and you want to, you want to hear something, you want to hear something funny when he landed, he didn't land on his feet. He hopped up and said, nibble like a cat. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. All right. All right, buddy. Cheers. It's Carter Barrow Bryant. All right. Uh, Guys, I said I was going to bring you up here. We might postpone this till tomorrow because it's getting kind of late up in this hoe. Getting kind of late up in this hoe. (laughs) All right. Let's go ahead and call it. I didn't know Carter was going to join us, uh, but glad that he did. Until then, we'll see you all tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. 
Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.